Yo. Hello. Yeah, what up, fellas? What up, though? Before we uh, hit the record button, we were actually just talking about Straight Outta Compton, and we were saying it's funny when Easy es like, rolling down the street in my six foot. And then Dre's like, nah, dog, you got to lean into it, man. He goes, man, act, yo, Easy, you rolling down the street in your six foot. Rolling down the street in my six foot. And then after one take, he got it perfect. Yeah. Rolling down the street in my six foot. Damn, Remember, me. that's tight. Dealer. Remember, you're a drug dealer. Do it again. Rolling down the street in my six foe. That's it. That's dope. Damn, D. Now we need 64 more hotlines of fire like that. <laughs> and what were you Actually, saying? Dre did not. You can't use that, that stereotypical voice for Dre. He didn't sound like that, just for the record. Yo, what's so. up? He sounded like this. Yo, welcome yeah. to Compton. Yo, what up? Yo, I got I got Pac in the studio, and y'all acting like this. <laughs> Pac's working. I got Pac working. I've told this story five million times, but I'll never ever forget that I have the only fan photo of Suge Knight. There's no one else on Earth. We've talked about this. Yeah, that is but that there, is a valuable piece. Think about it though, Sam. Have you ever seen in the history oh. of of Google, Facebook, anything? I've never seen anyone with a fan picture with Suge Knight like I have. There's none. There's none that exists because I think everyone else is afraid to approach it. I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna put that on your tombstone when you die. <laughs> the only fan to have a picture of Chuck Knight. <laughs> if you go on any of my social media pages, I I posted that picture recently. So if you just scroll back in them pictures, <laughs> you can take a look at me stumbling out of uh, the ghost bar at like three in the morning. Oh, there's Chuck Knight. Let me approach him. With a bunch of let guys with machine guns. Him, let me approach you with the line that Dre introduced me. Shook, <laughs> <laughs> what up, baby? And I, I did that high-pitched voice. Shook, what up, baby? What up, baby? Dre introduced us back in the day. <laughs> there is an aura, though, about like guys like Suge Knight. Even Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre hasn't put himself out on reality TV or anything, so he still kind of has an aura to him. Um, yeah, but I would I would I would venture out that Suge Knight has the same aura that like Charlie Manson has, or <laughs> like Jeffrey Dahmer, like guys that are just pure murdering <laughs> evil. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Dre, Dre has like a cool aura, like an aura you want to be around. Suge Knight, that's not an aura anybody wants to get close to. <laughs> yeah, there's not many though. Michael Jackson had it still. Prince, Axl Rose is is one of the only rock stars who still has it. Jordan's got it. Jordan. Um, there's not many, though, because most people will sell themselves out to reality TV because that's the way to make money these days. That's and they'll be, all over, they'll be all over, like, the Glow Network. Oh, catch my <laughs> show, uh, Romo and me, on the Glow Network. <laughs> it's about Tony Romo and his new girlfriend. <laughs> and then she walks in, Tony, I want to go shopping. Oh, man, again? <laughs> Let me guess. You're going to use mine's card. You guessed right. This week on the Glow Network, Romo yeah. and me. Tony, your toenails are ugly. I'm giving you a pedicure. Oh, not again. <laughs> For real? Like the theme song is always like a whistle. like. <laughs> it's Romo and me on the Glow Network. <laughs> Robo with me. <laughs> That's what he was. You should look 
should look into uh, <laughs> licensing that show. It's not bad. I'm, I'm Candy O'Neill. <laughs> every, every show begins with her going, Tony, I just I just put a ding in your car. Oh, no. Oh, for real? <laughs> it's just everything. Oh, snaps. <laughs> like, he's supposed to be this cool guy who, who oh, it, that's always his reaction to everything. Tony, my parents oh. want to come in for Christmas. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no matter what it is. Tony, my poodles need to get my poodles need to get a bath. Oh. <laughs> For real. And he and, and you know the show's always about him always wanting to relax, but he can never relax because she always wants to yeah. do stuff. Everything is every every setting is him sitting on a couch. And and it starts out where he's like rubbing his hands together, like he has uh, some kind of sandwich, a bag of chips. He's like, "All I want to do today is chillax." And then as he's sitting on the couch, she walks in with with some kind of book. Tony, I thought we'd go over cakes for the wedding. Oh, <laughs> oh, snaps! I can't raise Ray Lewis. No. What's that? Sir? I said I can't tonight. Ray Lewis is coming over, honey. Yeah. Ray? Oh, Ray Ray's coming. Yo, what's up, bitch? <laughs> oh, I know a thing or two about it, cake. Tony, is it is it odd that I just got a text message from Warren Sapp? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> show show canceled. Show, yeah, show credit. Yo, this credit. Mid episode. <laughs> Fade to black. Yep. Honey, my, my brother's in town. We're going to go fishing. But, Tony, I thought we would go over hors d'oeuvre ideas for the wedding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I mentioned people who still have an aura, and I mentioned Axl Rose. Did you guys see that at the Guns N' Roses concerts in Los Angeles, they invited every modeling agency <laughs> from Los Angeles that any girl that would come they get front row or they get like seats in the first few rows and backstage passes you know it's funny i've been i've been reading i've been reading on rock sites different like rock blogs about how there have been like more models at the Guns N' Roses shows than any rock shows since Guns N' Roses last played in like the late 80s or 90s like that's that's been the thing backstage it's been like a whole model scene but did like you hear? I, did you hear the rules that they have for the models? I have not. I did not. I hear bet, the Sam, rules. I, bet, I bet you could figure them out. Try to figure out what the rules would be for these models. And I'm sure this you, came uh, directly you from must, Axel. You must, you must blow Axel Rose. Well, no. I is mean, you can't, like, you can't uh, say that. But is there anything like they have? Do they have? Is there like sexually related rules? Like they have to do certain things? Is that what you're getting at? Or well, no, it's it's it, not that. But but the, the rules are number one. No boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, that yeah, was the yeah, first yeah. I was going to say. No man. And no plus one. So they have to come alone. Wow. <laughs> like how how creepy is that? You make them come to Dodger <clears throat> Stadium by themselves. Yeah. Guns N' Roses sure mellowed out in their 50s, huh? <laughs> so here's the rules. Tell them they have to show up by themselves. And you know when a model is by herself, she's more susceptible to having Axel, you know, so do whatever. All those low lowlifes at the concert, the poor model. 
Yeah, like, what's she supposed to do? Like, oh, don't worry, I paired you up with this model from Brazil. You could sit next to her. We were at we were at the Guns N' Roses show here at Soldier Field, and I'm telling you, a lot of a lot of the fans there looked like they just crawled out of a hole they dug themselves into after the last show back <laughs> in 1993. <laughs> I, I feel bad for these young models. Like they were they were in a cave, and oh, someone well. someone pushed the rock that was closing yeah. the cave door. Come on, everyone, come out! <laughs> like, like the Goonies with the big rock and the bat, Brad. Yeah. God put that rock there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The first thing was a bunch of bats flew out, uh, and then all the. <laughs> Just in time, Guns Roses are back, guys. <laughs> Slash down the band. Well, actually, Slash is back. Yeah, come on out. The, the, as soon as they, as soon as the, the, the sun hits them, they're like. <laughs> That is a pale group, those old Guns N' Roses fans. It's like they've yeah. never hit the sun. But they're all wearing sleeves. They always wear shirts with no sleeves, but yeah. they have no kind no, of... No, they don't like... They, they never like sleeves. I don't think they I don't think they made sleeves in the 80s, apparently, because I I, I went to a few 80s rock shows, um, you know, this past summer. I, I saw Def Leppard and Guns N' Roses, and I was the only guy with sleeves on at both shows. <laughs> <laughs> they love showing they like, off... They like, to wear the, they like to wear the white... Hanes, um tank top with a denim sleeveless vest, um, and and then the cigarettes are in the if they have sleeves on the one yeah. sleeves rolled up with the cigarettes like Fonzie used to wear it, or if they have a tattoo on one of the arms, they roll up that sleeve so you can see the tattoo. If you're listening and you went to one of those shows from the '80s, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everybody else. It's funny to think about all those people though, who just came out of the cave, and then in the middle you sprinkle some model in the first couple rows. And they have to sit there around that. The over under, the over under on them getting raped has to be pretty high. Dave, they must just go straight backstage because when we were at the show, we were right up front, right on the floor, and I don't remember a bevy of models. Well, I think they just started doing this. Okay. Well, how many of the models were? I guess guess they saw they saw the fans the first like ten shows. (laughs) Yeah. When they, when, they, when they went backstage, how many of them were like, God, we keep seeing this fat lookalike Axl Rose. Where's Axl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's this hot Axl Rose I've heard so much about? Yeah. Has he <laughs> taken out his dentures? He's just laying. He's in, it looks like he was melted off. We keep saying he's Axl Rose. I, he's I he's, laying, in a, he's laying in a throne and his like belly's out and he's just rubbing his belly. <laughs> Bring the girls. Are all Guns N' Roses, are they all single? I said, you know a lot about all of those guys. Slash actually broke up with his longtime wife, and he got back with some woman that he used to date like 20 years ago. But oh, he, my he's God. with somebody, though. Yeah, he's with someone, but Axel's single. Axel's not dating Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> I think he was... Or Amanda, Amanda Bynes, or... Wasn't he dating... Um, what's her name? She has really horrible music. She was real popular oh, for a yeah. second. What's her he name? was dating somebody weird, wasn't he? Yeah, because she, she showed up with like an Axel, some kind of Guns N' Roses shirt on. Hang on. Hmm. Let me look it yeah, up. It's not that, uh, that metal, metal singer, is it? Uh, no. she She's... Hang on. She was some kind of like fake rock singer. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Her name is... Uh, I know who you're talking about. I can't think of her name. L- Lana uh, Del Rey. That. Oh, her. Okay. Oh, really? 
she they at least hooked up. Wow, that's disturbing. He's For when her. he was fifty, she was twenty five. <laughs> they were doing something together. That sounds wow. about right. Guns N' Roses guitarist DJ Ashbrook previously told TMZ that he doesn't think the two are a couple. I don't think they're dating. Axel's a really cool dude, and he likes to hang out with cool people. <laughs> God, that's drinking the company uh, Kool-Aid there. If anyone ever asks you, just say, I'm really cool. You got it, DJ? Yeah, yeah man. That's like something that Trump surrogate would say. Trump's really cool, and he likes to be surrounded by cool people. Yeah. Why was Trump with the KKK leaders, the Grand Wizards? Uh, Donald's really cool, and he likes to be around cool people. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> something, something Kanye wants to say. Because I'm really cool and I think yeah. around cool people. I'm the coolest. I am the coolest. And I hang out with other cool people. Okay? I can see Kanye and Axel hanging out. Imagine them in the studio together, though. That wouldn't, I don't think Two that would some narcissists. Yeah. Kanye, I want to do it this way. I want to do it this way. But I want to do it this way. And then five minutes later, they're fighting. Kevin is white and Kim is blowing Axel. <laughs> <laughs> One thing we can both agree on is that we both like pussy. <laughs> That's right, Kanye. But Kanye doesn't need to get a modeling agency to bring him women. Like, they just show up to his shows. Just got to be nice to just got to throw that blanket statement out like that and get results. I mean, if I, uh, if I put like a, a post like that, like on Craigslist, I'd get like arrested. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And just, these, guys did, these guys did it and it worked. Here's the rules and you still came. That's and think about the email. Think about the email. The guy who has to send the email, like Axel mate, you know, it's just some slob who works for guns and roses having to send an oh, yeah. email to all the modeling agencies. Oh, uh, Everyone's cordially invited to come solo to the Guns N' Roses concert. But just so you know, the rules are you can't bring anyone with you. And it, it, it came from some roadie named like Squeeze or somebody. <laughs> <really weird>. Squeeze. <laughs> he just signs it Squeeze. <laughs> it's, he's, it says Squeeze. And he's going to denim vest that says Squeeze on the back. Yeah, of course. Of course he does. With some kind of Guns N' Roses patch on the sleeve. Yeah. yeah. Squeeze. GNFNRS 16. Who is this? Did you mail those modeling agents? <laughs> oh, um, hey, Squeeze. Yeah. Um, this is Leslie calling you from Hot Modeling Agency. <laughs> now, you invited all the girls to come by themselves, right? Yeah, man. Just make sure they come solo. That's the one rule Axel has, man. And if they have a boyfriend, they're not invited to. <laughs> Okay, now, safety issues, though. They're going to be showing up to this stadium that's probably in a bad neighborhood by themselves. Yeah, man. But Axel will be there when they get there, man. They can Uber it. It's cool. Yeah. Tell them to use Lyft, man. They're doing 50% yeah, off this week. there to protect them. Yeah. <laughs> Axel promised he'll do security, man. On their ass. <laughs> Okay, let me get it right to the girls right away. And they said only like 50 girls showed up. They probably invited like 50,000 models. Oh, yeah. Now you flash back to like 1990. Do you think Guns N' Roses had to invite models or would they just show up? No. In fact, I'm pretty sure all those models had to be briefed on exactly who Guns N' Roses were. <laughs> so like 20 years ago, before you guys were even born, these guys were huge. Who's the guy with the plastic face? 
It's Axel Rose, babe. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, who wants to go see Axel? You're gonna have to service me first. Oh yeah, you don't you don't squeeze pull that one off. Oh yeah, that old trick. <laughs> this used that, to worked, work. that worked like that worked like a charm in the eighties. But he 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 was he, he had a young roadie with him like <laughs> Splooge or something, and he's like, yeah man, I used to get all kinds of action, man. They'd want to meet Duff or even Matt Sora, man. Let me show you how it's done. <laughs> Hi, um, <laughs> I'm here to see uh, Gun and Rose. Yeah. Uh, Alright, well, it's not gonna suck itself. Um, what? <laughs> Are you Axel? He could probably just lie and say he is yeah. Axel. Yeah, yeah I'm Axel. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> kind of like when I would see Brian Urlacher's brother at a bar, and I swear people would ask him if he's Brian Urlacher, he'd say, Yeah, 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 I'm him. <laughs> he'd just say yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 I am, I am. Yeah, I'm Brian. Oh, what's up, Casey? Hey, man. <laughs> Why did they just call you Casey? Oh, that's my nickname. Was it? Was it? Wasn't he one of the biggest douchebags around the city about ten or twelve years ago? Oh, yeah, one of the biggest douchebags um, on the street, acting like he was saying he was Brian Urlacher to everybody for two years. <laughs> he would walk into bars like he was Brian Urlacher. Oh yeah, he he would almost dress, he dressed and looked identical except for the fact that he was like. A foot shorter and exactly. about three hundred pounds lighter. Exactly. He was. He looked exactly like Urlacher, but you're right. Exactly a foot shorter. It was like it was like that scene in Spaceballs where they all jump through and they they go, "Oh, you're the stunt double." Like, yeah. ah, that's not the real guy. And the best is when you would walk into a shitty bar and they would actually kiss his ass. Casey Urlacher in the house. <laughs> Let's see those dogs. He was, he was like by himself on his phone. Yeah, drinking a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> Yo, can I get the usual Long Island iced tea? Yeah. And hey, ba- hook up anything Casey Urlacher needs, get it for him. And then the, the guy would grab the mic. Yo, in the VIP section, Casey Urlacher in the hands. <laughs> Casey, get behind that bar. Start slinging Long Islands, bro. I'm getting douche chills thinking about this bar. (laughs) (laughs) But they're probably advertising Casey Urlacher. If you're a girl who actually had sex with Casey Urlacher back then, how horrible do you feel now? Yeah. It can't feel good. It's probably going to list like Bill Cosby, honestly. Especially when you wake (laughs) up on a Sunday. Especially when you wake up on a Sunday morning and you turn on the Bears game. And you realize that the Urlacher sitting next to you is not the same guy on the field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. You wake up. You wake up next to him. <laughs> oh, you were great last night, babe. Wait, why aren't you playing today? I don't why play. I watch. I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I'm, I'm Brian's brother, Casey. What? All last night you said you were Brian Urlacher. Look at this. You signed this picture, Brian Urlacher. <laughs> <laughs> and it's misspelled like B-R-Y-A-N. Yeah. Yes, yeah, spell it right. Because you don't spell his brother's name. Y'all, oh, take a closer look. I spelled it with a Y. <laughs> like, that's the excuse. He, mis- he misspelled it different. But you're still not Brian Urlacher, asshole. You're Casey Urlacher. <laughs> For not not ripping off um, "Under Pressure" by Queen. Yeah, that was the best. He's like, you see, 
theirs is then 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 but mine is then 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 no, he goes. No, he goes. There's is din 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 din, but mine is din 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 din. Oh yeah. Yo, that makes it different, man. Totally different. Makes it a whole different song. Yo, yo, just can't see your lack unless see those dongs. Where the girlies? Where the girlies? You think can't see your lack are like? To this day, is trying to find a sponsorship from like a, a second, a second tier hair club, like <laughs> so he could have billboards too. Yo, this Casey, you're like of a Bosley. Casey his playing days, and here's Casey today. Yeah, he's got, he's got the yeah, the bootleg version guy, where it's just the three hairs, like Homer Simpson. Yeah, here's Casey when he was imitating his brother at bars. <laughs> you knew Casey Urlacher from the leg room, where he acted like his brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's going bald too. Yo, what's up, y'all? This Casey Olaka. And yo, it ain't easy getting ass when you ain't got no hair. Now, you see, my bro used to shave his hair, so it was easy for me because I shaved mine's too. But now that my bro has hair, I need me but a head of hair too. So, check it. What I'm doing now is getting hair from Bosley. That's right, Casey. <laughs> Casey looks better than ever with this new Bosley haircut. And then he jumps and then he jumps in a pool. Yeah. <laughs> it looks natural. <laughs> that is pretty pathetic when you're the a lot of the guys who work at these clubs, they think they're like cool at the time, but then when you when you flash back to the guys whose ass they're kissing, guys like Casey Urlacher, Todd Bridges, like whoever um <laughs> Vinny from Jersey Shore. Like Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos in the house. Yo! <laughs> everyone got their Long Islands! Were there everyone. really clubs in Chicago kissing Todd Bridges' ass? I'm sure when Different Strokes was on. <laughs> Todd Bridges in the house. <laughs> when Different Strokes was on, he was 15. <laughs> I want everyone to direct their attention to the VIP section. <laughs> Todd Bridges in the house. Yeah, what's up, y'all? Yo, I got two words to say. Light up. (laughs) 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 I want everyone to direct their attention to the VIP section right now. Jonathan from Who's the Boss in the house. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Let's party. <laughs> or even like they would just call him Jonathan from Who's the Boss. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't even bother to learn his name. Y'all, we got two people in the house tonight from Pawn Stars, <laughs> Chum Lee and Big Haas. What's up? That's how it is. They, they give them the mic. They have nothing to say. Let's keep yeah. drink, everyone keep drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, babe, rapper, turn that fucking music up. Er, DJ <laughs> rapper, DJ throw that music. Rap. <laughs> rapper, <laughs> y'all uh, throw throw your hands up. Uh, keep on drinking tonight. <laughs> DJ crank it, and then that's it. <laughs> y'all, what a what a cameo! Y'all, without further ado, I want to bring out one of my boys from Deadliest Catch, Captain Seeger. <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know if that's a real name. Like, just they're all they're all making the crap, like, yeah. like the hand motion. 
He's in the same douche bar that all those other guys would go. <laughs> Everyone ready to party tonight in the VIP? Huh? Everyone get your hands up. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. For American Idol, Justin Guarini in the house. <laughs> hey, hi, hi, y'all. Yo, everyone keep on drinking, all right? Have a good night. <laughs> Why even hand them the mic? Even Kim Kardashian, who gets a million dollars. Yo, Omnia Vegas, let me hear ya. Yeah, you know her. It's her birthday, Kim Kardashian. Uh, everyone drink. I... What a shitty appearance. Can't can't they just like have her record something? Like on the screen? Everyone just keep on drinking and have a party tonight, alright? Thanks for coming out. But at least at least Kim Kardashian will, you know, make some money for the club. When you're bringing in uh, yeah, Oliver from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> Oliver in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chunk. <laughs> Yo, it's DJ from Roseanne. DJ Connor in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, everyone. Without further ado, Cockroach. <laughs> <laughs> I think, is, it, is it he dead? This is a dying club, obviously. Cockroach is alive. Cockroach. Oh, man. Everyone get ready to get them. Everyone get them Long Islands nice and ready to drink. Ladies and gentlemen from 90210. You remember him when he shot himself. Mark. (laughs) Did you guys see that? Okay, so this is a story from a long time ago. But it came back up because the Playboy Mansion officially sold for a hundred million dollars. Yeah, and and it, it, it's true that Hugh Hefner comes with the with the mansion. <laughs> like he gets to live there until he yeah, dies. He gets to live it out until he passes away. Did you see who bought it? His neighbor. No, but do you know? Did you see who the neighbor is? I did not. Either. He's the guy who owns Twinkies. Well, that's right. why the hostess guy. <laughs> yeah, so like now the guy has whores and Twinkies. Like, isn't that like the dream life for a lot of guys? You could just keep <laughs> eating Twinkies and have a bunch of whores. And and now and then you have this old man. <sighs> He's a really old guy. <sighs> Where's my hamburger and onion sliders? I guess that's pretty <clears throat> at, at what point though does he, okay? So you have Hugh Hefner now just living in your house in that back bedroom. At what point does he lose leverage? You bought the house. You bought it for a hundred million. Does he still get the to order? Every- though, Abe, I will, Abe, I'll tell you. The one thing I heard was that the house was actually initially initially listed for two hundred million. It's supposed to be massive. Uh, the, the grounds it's on, and he got it for half of that price. So Hugh Hefner. I mean, I'm sure he's hedging that Hugh Hefner only has, you know, maybe months months left. Um, so he'll be out soon. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, but didn't you think he would die like five years ago? Yeah, I mean, but isn't he like ninety? But what does so when you're when you when someone buys a house with an old man that comes with it, what what do they get to do? They just sit in that room all day. Do they get? Is it like in uh, in uh, what movie was it? Um, Happy Gilmore. Oh, someone just pulled landscape. Oh, your hands hurt. Oh, it looks like someone just pulled landscaping duty. You're in my house well, now, I don't think Grandpa. That he gets to own you? I don't think that the contract was he owns him until he dies. I think it's just that. 
Hefner has control over the house until he passes away, but he just doesn't own the house. Oh, he, he did, oh, so he, he but could the guy move in? I don't know. So that, that's interesting. Does Hugh Hefner, like, won't they just try to keep Hugh Hefner alive as long as possible then? Who's they? Like, whoever's, like, running his fortune? Well, why would they care? I mean, he doesn't own the house anymore. It's not like, unless they're all mooching off of Hefner. But don't you think he's going to spend that $100 million trying to stay alive now? I want anything to keep me my heart beating. I need that heart to beat. You can't just buy life. <laughs> it's a very interesting situation, though, because what are you supposed to do? It's like you could tell him to leave. Yo, hey, Hugh, man. Exactly. That's why that, that was the deal. I know, you but know I... when you buy the house that he is there until he dies. I know that. I, I think at some point you got to realize the guy's, the guy's like, what, almost 90? Yeah, I think I think he's over 90. At any, at any moment, that bucket can kick, so... I think you exactly. pretty much be like, the next two or three years, we can wait this guy. <laughs> Good bet. Why are they selling it now while he's alive? Then? He's ni- He's 90 right now, actually. <laughs> I think that there's a lot of debt with his uh, with his estate. I'm pr- I'm, I think well, I mean, have, you guys, have you guys ever looked at a Playboy in the last three, five years? There's no, no. nudity anymore, right? They are like, it's like a one-sided pamphlet with like a nip. There is like nothing to it anymore. <laughs> with a girl with clothes on. <laughs> there really, it really is like now it's just like it's about eighty cartoons, maybe a naked chick, and then the rest is like <clears throat> random ads for like Viagra, and that's it. Isn't it? Isn't it kind of like a maxim now, like a men? Yeah, it, it's almost identical yeah. to that, except it's just very, very thin. It's, it's like a thin, like pamphlet. You didn't think that the list of people who wanted Hugh Hefner dead would get any bigger, but now the homeowners, you could add them to the list with his wife, his kids. And you, and you, know, and you know they're feeding him Twinkies every day just to see if that'll do it. Hey, Hugh, are you hungry, buddy? Uh, where's my onion and slide, onion burger sliders? Well done. <laughs> Pickle and onion only. Here's your burger between two deep-fried Twinkies, <laughs> you know? Yeah, have a couple <laughs> yeah. yeah, deep-fried Twinkies, half. <laughs> And aren't they going to try to kill him? Aren't they going to try to put stuff in his food and poison him? That's what I'm saying. First, we'll start with the fatty stuff. Then we'll no, kill cyanide. That's poison right there. <laughs> These are delicious. A diet of deep fried Twinkies, that'll kill anybody. <sighs> oh, sorry, Hef. I don't know how that shard of glass got in that burger. That's so weird. That's what he's been living on, are sliders with just fresh onion. Fresh onion sliders. Give me two, and I'll try to eat one. I'll try to work my way through one over the next three hours. <laughs> but that list, everyone, there's no one around him who actually wants The only person who wants him to stay alive is his brother. Do you ever see his brother? No. He parties with Hugh Hefner. He's also like 90. <laughs> He's always at the mansion at the yeah. pool and stuff. <sighs> this is my brother. <sighs> He's the only one who actually loves him and wants him to stay alive so you keep partying. Because the minute Hugh Hefner dies... That brother just gets kicked out, like everything. What's right, his name? The minute, the, minute he get, the minute he dies, he'll be swinging from a rope. <laughs> like on, uh, what was it, Gladiator, when he comes back and sees his wife and kids just swinging? Yeah. The minute he kicks the bucket, that kid, that dude's swinging from a, from a ceiling fan. Keith, <laughs> Keith Hefner. Keith Hefner's the guy. Keith Hefner. If you guys are bored, <laughs> if he's, let's see. Uh, oh, wait, he's dead. Well, oh no! Sorry. He just died. <laughs> when did he die? He died April eighth. 
I'm sorry to hear that. I'm oh man, <laughs> I thought he was still alive. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was I'm 87. Really, really sorry to hear that. Keith, <laughs> <laughs> Keith Hefner, the younger brother of Playboy founder Hugh Hefner, died on Friday at his home in Beverly Hills at the age of 87. Yeah. See, there you go. The, probably the moment the day the house sold. You know what, though? If you're that guy, Keith, besides being dead, he must have had a pretty decent life. Well, well base, base, listen to this. You. He, he got the, he got the pain and the rewards of his brother's business. And probably banged hard chicks that you, me, Sam, and anybody else will ever know. Well, listen to this, base. This really tells you that I was right when I said it. Uh, Hugh Hefner confirmed the news on Twitter, sharing a photo of the pair, that's, and it said, This morning, this morning, my dear brother and best friend passed away. I love you, Keith. Rest in peace. Aw. And it was one day before Hefner's 90th birthday. Yeah, he and I share a birthday. Oh, listen to this. The younger brother was a longtime executive at Playboy, handling the training of Playboy buddies as well as model recruiting. Jeez, that, that, I'm <laughs> telling you, that, that guy had a fantastic life. None of the debt. He had. He didn't have to. He didn't have to deal with any of the problems from Playboy. All he had to do was have sex with all the Playboy playmates. Yeah, that's the, that's that's the training. <laughs> <laughs> What does an old man know about training yeah. young models? <laughs> oh, wait. Who's this woman? Oh, he has a wife, I guess. You've given me so much love and support. I'm forever grateful. Kaya. Kaya Hefner. Who's, yeah, let's, she, so she's cashing in, whatever she got out of him. I'm sure she's like, what, 22? She looks, yeah, she looks very young. And the picture of him, he looks Cash. like... Um, Cashing in her debt too. He looks like, like <laughs> is, is it the same picture of Anna Nicole Smith when she was married to that ninety year old guy? Oh my god! Holy crap! I got to send you guys this picture. He looked. Oh my god! This is so sad. Holy! He looked bad before he died. Oh my god! How did she look? Well, she looked like twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening to this and you want to see it, it's it's the People article with uh, about about the de- just type in Hugh. He- if you just type in Hugh Hefner's brother, Hugh Hefner brother, see, I'm sending you guys this article. Just scroll down so you can see the pictures. They're really it really. When I say it looks like um, Darth Vader with the helmet off, picture that with a big Santa Claus beard, and that's Hugh Hefner's brother before he died. Wow. Everyone wants me to die. <laughs> I love you, Hugh. Here's some more Twinkies. <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> Wait, I mean, he was a 90-year-old man who was dying. I mean, it, this is not... I mean, yeah, it, it's sad, but... Well, he could have... He, he Probably Hugh Hefner decided to sell the mansion after he died, though. That's probably when he decided to finally give it up. He's he like, actually oh. looked basically dead in those pictures and i'm not saying that to be funny i mean he really does look dead is that his daughter or wife in the picture unfortunately that's probably his that's his wife i love how on i love i love on august 23rd we're covering a story from april (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first you after his brother dead (laughs) (laughs) you know i gotta say both these men and these women who get in these relationships because clearly this woman has nothing in common with this guy. I mean, she looks like she's about 30. 
He's about he looks he actually looks like he's about 120. <laughs> I mean, this is not this is not a relationship at all. This is about money right here. Of this course. And but like I always said, there it's an even trade off because she's laying there servicing those old smelly balls. And no, it is. It, 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 they're, they're, they both should be ashamed. They both should be ashamed. But that's, why, but that's why I hate the guys with money who complain, My, I'm paying for everything for this bitch. Yeah, because you're disgusting. That's the trade-off. You, you're getting her hotness as something you would never experience if you didn't have money and power or whatever. So I don't feel bad for either side. Like Crystal Hefner... Like, everyone felt bad for her, and then everyone felt bad for you, Hefner. I don't feel bad for either. It's an even trade-off. No. They're both getting exactly an... It's, it, that, to me, is an exact even trade-off. You have to sit there with that old... <laughs> onions! Onion sliders! <laughs> Time to watch Castle Blanca for the 30th time Yeah, today. exactly. I'm going to need a blowjob. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, God. Uh, what's that smell? Metamucil. Spicy uh. hot. Oh, Sam Sam just sent a picture. Her name is Kaya C-A-Y-A Hefner. Of course she took the last name. Oh, I'm K- is, I mean, it's really wow. Really is that, that she was with him. Now I'm gonna look up I'm gonna look up Kaya Hefner hey, right now. Hey, she loves to die for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look up Kaya Hefner now. Oh, here she is. Let's see what she's up to just four months later. Well, the first thing she says is all bookings do this. Oh, you you want to hear her last tweet on August 11th? Describe me in three words. Looks like she's still all all upset about the death. Yeah. She's blowing Bradley Cooper. So here, on on June 17th, she put up a Periscope video celebrating her friend Monique's birthday. Uh, well, she is a widow, Abe. She needs to take her mind off things. Oh yeah, exactly. Like with this picture of her, her ass on June fifth. <laughs> Glad she posted that one. She was in Disneyland, looking very happy on June second. Uh, let's see. Let's get closer to the death. Another year had passed. Look forward to many more. She put that on like a month after he died. And isn't it honestly, in all seriousness, isn't it kind of sad that that man died in that relationship with a woman who clearly was only in it for all the wrong reasons? He was too, but the fact—I mean—that's a very lonely death to me that he died with her as his wife. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone who's just counting down. That that honestly makes me sad. Okay, so on April twenty eighth, all these people were saying, "I'm sorry for your loss." She said, "Thank you." So then that night, she wrote. And it's a picture of her laying so that you could see her boobs. Like she's laying on her stomach and the picture is basically just her face and boobs. And it says, woke up with a smile because last night I dreamt of you. And then she has hashtags. Hashtag selfie. Hashtag Beverly Hills. Hashtag hashtag life is short. Hashtag Kaya Hefner. She hashtagged herself in a tweet about (laughs) she drew and then hashtag miss you. <laughs> Hashtag on to the next. Exactly. Who's the next old man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look, look, look at these texts. All these Hashtag horny guys. Donald Sterling. Just thinking about you and hope you're smiling. Thank you so much. Like she, she's quoting all these tweets. I'm sorry for your loss, Kay. I know how much you loved Keith. 
May he rest oh, in yeah. peace. Your friend James. Thank you. Yeah. Hashtag, hashtag life is short. Hashtag Kaya Hefner. How do you put a hashtag for yourself? She's trying to get her name trending the day he died. Dave, your yeah. husband dies and you hashtag life is short. It's kind of rough. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a good night. Love this picture of us. Okay, so on 4-8, this morning I lost my husband, my best friend, the man I love very much. Good news is an hour later I met my next husband. So, yeah. so she did spend... The, the, lawyer. Doctor, the doctor who <laughs> pronounced my husband dead. <laughs> she was putting a lot of stuff like, I miss you, Keith. I can't stand it without you here. Yeah, no shit. Because she, you she know was waiting for that. She was waiting for that day, the moment she married him, honestly. I was going to say, that was before they read the will. Hashtag Kia Hefner. <laughs> Hashtag life is short. Life is dead so wrong. Life is not short for life. That. Life is short. The dude is 90. The minute she realized that she wouldn't get anything until his brother died, like, she, she the minute she realized that he also had to outlive his brother for her yeah. to get paid, that's when it really came crashing down. Yeah. Oh, Keith had nothing? He told me he had everything. He told me he owned this stuff. <laughs> Wait, what do you oh, mean all I got are these two monsters to Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Hugh Hefner all this time. Yeah. <laughs> You're not Hugh Hefner? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Honey, can come close. Come close, I can barely talk. <sighs> it's a, what? What, it's okay, I think I've dated, I've dated this guy named Brian Erlacher who used to play <laughs> yeah, Keith, Keith Hefner and Casey Erlacher are probably best friends. <laughs> come close. Come close. I could barely talk. Yeah. She she would just call him Hef because he would always just go by Hef, so she thought he was Hugh Hefner. Just like uh, the girl thought that that roadie was Axel and the girl thought that Casey was Brian Erlacher. <sighs> I'm not Hugh Hefner. I'm Keith Hefner. What? And then she smothers it with a pillow. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, how much money am I going to get when you die? <sighs> I need to outlive my brother for you to get paid. You know, she had him on, like, every ventilator in the, in the world. Just keep him going. Yeah. His brother will die at any moment. And you know how quick the, the Hefner people took Keith out of the, out of the, uh, the will after that? Oh, my God. And as soon as Hugh Hefner dies, you know she'll put together a law team. I'm entitled to everything that Keith was supposed to get. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> get that bitch off my will. <laughs> that would have been a travesty, though, if Hugh Hefner would have died, and then Keith <laughs> Hefner got everything, and then, like, six months later, Kaya Hefner got everything. Is, uh, is Hugh Hefner married? Is he, like, dating V. Stiviano now? Yeah, he, he, he got remarried, didn't he? <laughs> he, that, he married that crystal girl. Okay. The one who yeah, left yeah. him The one who left him for Dr. Phil's son and then came back to him. Oh, God. The one who I think, didn't she, like, leave him at the stand at the first wedding or something? No, I don't know. Like I, they I were don't keep up with half like you do. I don't know. <laughs> There's a couple other things I want to mention. I haven't quick. been chronicling his life like you have. Yeah. Well, I, I obviously haven't because I just found out five minutes ago that his brother died six months ago. So I haven't been paying that close attention. Um, I, I saw Kiss in Rockford th- this past week. And and m- might I say Rockford, not that great of a place to be. <laughs> it's just like, it's almost like The Walking Dead. But 
I was watching Paul Stanley on stage, and he was the whole time he was like doing these like all the moves he does on stage look like moves a stripper would do. Like he does the splits. Yeah, Paul's a pretty suave guy. He always was. Yeah. So I was thinking that when you watch those '80s videos, it's always Kiss and a bunch of hot women, right? And they zoom in on on the women, but sometimes they'll zoom in on an ass, and then like. <laughs> 30 seconds later, Paul Stanley turns around and it was him. <laughs> and you you think it was like some model. So don't you think that there's a lot of guys in the 80s that were probably jerking off to Kiss videos and they accidentally were jerking sure. off to Paul Stanley? <laughs> yeah, man. There's that hot baby can. Let me get let me get my joint <laughs> out, man. Uh, 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 oh shit. He got me again. <laughs> he got me again. They, they they like slowly go up Paul Stanley's body. He's shaking his ass and then he, his face. Lick it up, lick it up. I will tell you this though: you couldn't make that mistake with Gene, though. No, Gene. Yeah, you know it's Gene right away. They don't even do those shots of Gene. For, for Paul, it's like he's on all fours. It's on his ass for five seconds as the guy's pulling out his penis. I was made for loving you, babe. Oh shit! He got me again. That was the. That was like the. You, you guys know what it means to get Rick rolled, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that was the original Rick roll. Like you'd be yeah, jerking that, off, that was. and then it was Paul Stanley. <laughs> Paul Stanley's face was the Rick roll. Yeah, you'd be you'd be jerking <laughs> off to Paul Stanley's body, and then and then you realize. You realize that it's actually Paul. Oh, look at this hot model, man. Let me get my joint out. All my right. joint. Yeah, cool, man. I'm ready to ro- Oh, shit. I got Rick. Ro- I got Paul again. Got Stan lead. He got me real good. Sam, you're a big fan of Michael Phelps, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Because you know I don't watch the Olympics. I know you do, actually. So You know I have no interest in the Olympics at all. I didn't watch any of that shit. I know you spent a lot of time (laughs) watching Brian Lochte. Actually, it's funny. You were talking about Lochte for weeks. I was. Now you must be ashamed of that. We'll we'll wrap wrap this podcast up on this because, first of all, you know that Michael Phelps has a disease, right, called Marfan Syndrome? What? He has a disease yeah. called Marfan syndrome, and that's why his Mar- leg, that's why his arms are all long. That's why he has he has like weird like veins all over his. his Wait, he has this is this like a joke? Or are you serious? No, no, no. This is look it up. Look, just t- type Sam. Just type into your phone right now. M A R M A R F A N, and the first thing that'll pop up is Michael Phelps. It makes you like super long, and it make it almost makes your body like you're a fish. Like his feet look like um, what what are the things called that you put on your feet when you swim? Like those, a fin. Yeah, for those fin things that you put on. That's why he's like a fish. But I, I so when I studied, I thought it's because he had that blowhole in his back. <laughs> he has that too. That's the other condition he has. But. I, I I was looking more into Marfan syndrome, and do you know two other people who had it were Abraham Lincoln and Bin Laden? 
Oh wow, he's in, he's in great company. Yeah. So like, <laughs> could you imagine if Bin Laden? What an interesting. Group. Yeah, isn't that an interesting? Isn't that an interesting group of people? <laughs> Michael Phelps, Abe Lincoln, and Bin Laden. Uh, well, the three guys statement. I mean, you can't take that away from them. But 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 I, I I was thinking if someone would have just got to if someone would have just got to Bin Laden early and put him in a pool he wouldn't have been a terrorist yeah I know right God like he could Bin Laden could have been the greatest uh, where's he originally from yeah, Saudi both, Arabia yeah, or where, can you imagine where's he from Sam originally Afghanistan what's that is he from Afghanistan originally I don't know where he's from originally I'm I'm, I'm sure let me see Pakistan or Afghanistan I don't know let's see. Osama. <laughs> but he could have been the first ever, you yeah. know, Middle Eastern swimming champion. <laughs> well, even if he wasn't was silver, wouldn't it have been like the movie Dictator where he, like, shoots the other competitors? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was, born in Sa- he was born in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so he would have been the first ever Saudi Arabian gold medalist swimmer. Yeah. There he is, Osama <laughs> Bin Laden. <laughs> Bin Laden really could have yeah. gone either way. That's the wire. Phelps and Bin Laden again. Another gold medal for Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> he now breaks Abraham Lincoln's record. Bob Costas is going to try to talk to Bin Laden. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. That was 12 gold medals. Thank you. I also want to tell all the kids, dreams do come true. He's, got, he's wearing a speedo with all that pubic hair hanging out of it. <laughs> no, just, just yeah, and that beard. He wouldn't even have the beard if Bin Laden was the swimmer. He'd be he'd be look like a twink. Yeah, he'd be clean cut. He'd be ripped. He'd yeah. be yeah. He'd be completely ripped. He'd have that long body, and that's what it is that Marfan syndrome. It gives you that long body. So, can you imagine like can you imagine politicians? We 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 have we have to appeal to our Middle East friends like Bin Laden and stay away from these. Islamic terrorists. We need more people like Osama bin Laden. Yeah, we need great heroes like the great swimmer Osama bin Laden. (laughs) Like history. If some if some jagoff over there would have just said, you know what, this guy has Marfan syndrome. Let's get him in a pool. They're like they're like there's plenty of terrorists. There's plenty of kids that we could breed to be terrorists. This one has a skill. Let's put him yeah. in a pool and see what he can do. Yeah. God, he looks if like... Only he, did not, if only he did not live near a desert all his life. Oh, my he God. Really he, look, he looks like a fish out there. <laughs> look how quick he swim. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, just let him touch water. That's all it would have taken. That's all it would have taken. taken. He would have taken to it immediately. He, he, honestly, like when you throw a dog in a pool, it just starts swimming. That's how Bin Laden exactly. would have been at, at like That's two. That's how Marfan syndrome is. You throw him in the pool, and they automatically start winning medals. He, the kid has gills. Look at him. Look at this Bin Laden. He's great. <laughs> this kid was made to swim. <laughs> See, he misses. That's probably why he became a terrorist. He missed his calling. Yeah. He should have been a swimmer. If he honestly, if, if you give if you give a, a young Bin Laden a dream like swimming, there's no yeah. way he gets involved in all that crap. Ever. The U.S. should be using him to to get people out of bad situations. We're going to send Bin Laden in again and try to save the hostages. Yeah. <laughs> Bin Laden's working on a treaty right now. Yeah. You know the great Olympian <laughs> Bin Laden. Laden to get these hostages out. He's our only hope. 
The best would be if he had like the Olympic rings tattooed on his lower back or something. Yeah. Because like every Olympian <laughs> has to get those Olympic rings on them somewhere. Yeah. Hello, I'm Osama bin Laden. I just want to say every child can make their dreams come true like me. I've won 12 gold medals until Michael Phelps right here. And he has his arm around Michael Phelps. They're both, yeah. on, a sub- <laughs> they're both on a subway commercial. Hi, I'm Michael Phelps. And I'm Osama bin Laden. We're the two greatest <laughs> Olympian swimmers ever. I've won 12 gold medals. And I've won 23. And we are the two greatest swimmers ever. Dreams can come true. That's right. They can't come true. Take it from me, Michael Phelps. And Osama Bin Laden. I eat the, I eat the Mediterranean stuff in some way. The bacon melt, that must be yours, Michael. I only eat turkey sub. Extra cucumber. Hi, this is Jerry. Before Jerry got caught up with the pedophilia stuff. Hi, this is Jerry from Subway with my two best, the two best swimmers around. Subway. What's that, Sam? The Bin Laden could have saved Subway. Oh, he easily could have. Hi, this is Jared from Subway. We're going to call call Osama. uh, He's very reliable. I know he has a speaking engagement at the White House, but we're going to try to get him to do this Subway commercial. These are my two. These are the two fastest guys in the pool. I'll just stick to my jet ski. And you see them swimming and Jared's in the middle riding a jet ski. Come to Subway. Like all Olympic champion. They're just high-fiving in the middle of the, of the ocean <laughs> like that. I was watching. Did you guys see what the backstroke looks like? No, I mean, I, uh, I, don't, I don't watch Olympics. I'm sorry. I don't. Because it reminded me of that time when I was in the lake. Remember I said I threw the football and it went like one foot past the point where my feet aren't touching the ground and I almost drowned. And some guy had to jump in the pool and get my football. Remember that? No. I was in Lake Michigan, and I was playing catch where where my feet were touching the ground, and the football went over my head, and I was, like, probably two inches. Like, the water would have been, like, two inches over my head, and I was like, This was last week, or when was this? It was, like, last summer. And, like, some lifeguard who was on a boat, he had to jump in and get me the football because he saw how pathetic I looked trying to get it. Haven't you been saved multiple times by lifeguards? Hasn't that happened to you (laughs) other times? What are you doing, man? Yeah, I've never been. You don't have Marfan syndrome. I, I wish I had Marfan syndrome. The bad yeah, you're, thing you're, you're awful in the water. The bad thing the is, I know that had to have been saved by lifeguards, and it's happened like five times. <laughs> I've never been saved by a lifeguard, but I've had some incidents with lifeguards. Damn it! If I only had Marfan syndrome. <laughs> but, all right, fellas, we'll wrap it up. All right, boys. See you. Peace out, guys. Later. Thank you, Abe. For all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.